Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. If you've ever done a webinar launch, or maybe you're thinking about doing a webinar launch, you know there are a lot of moving pieces to pulling off this kind of launch. And today I wanna to talk to you about how I look at prioritizing all the things that you need to get together and ready during a webinar launch. And this is for whether you've done 50 webinar launches or you've never done a webinar launch and you're thinking about doing it. This episode here today in how I look at prioritizing getting the things done. And I'm gonna tell you right now, it's counterintuitive to how some people think about uh, webinar launching. This is gonna be of help for you today. Welcome to the Art of Online Business Podcast. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach, Facebook and Instagram ads expert, lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm a total coffee snob as well. Each week, you're gonna learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips that take the guesswork out of growing and scaling a profitable online business so that you can truly become an entrepreneur with impact. This podcast is your secret weapon for fast-tracking the growth of your online business. Let's do this. What's up, my friends? Rick Mulready here. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're safe and well. If you're listening to this like a year down the road and you're like, why does he keep saying, hope you're safe? <laughs> well, it's the end of April right now and when I'm recording this and we are still in lockdown here in California. And um, yeah, weird times continue. But anyway, hope you're doing well. And again, thank you so much as always for tuning into the podcast. I super appreciate you. Uh, make sure that you subscribed to the podcast on whatever platform that you listen to so that you don't miss any of the episodes that I'm putting out here because I've got some great stuff coming your way. And so, as I mentioned, when you think about doing a webinar launch or maybe you've done them before, you know, at this point, likely, that there's a lot of moving pieces to pulling off a webinar launch. And I'm talking about a live webinar launch today. Now, granted, there's a lot of pieces to an evergreen webinar launch, but we're gonna be talking about live launching today. And I'm gonna make the assumption that you have an online course or 
you're looking to get people into a strategy call for coaching or whatever it is. You've got your offer already, okay? So my goal today is twofold. Number one, I wanna share with you the pieces that I look at in a webinar launch. These things shouldn't really surprise you. But then number two, I wanna share with you how I prioritize getting them done and the rationale behind why I prioritize things this way. This was an exercise, well, I've done this many, many times over the years, but more recently at one of the retreats I was doing for my accelerator program here in San Diego, I took a couple of my members through it and it was just very eye-opening for them because like, oh, it just makes it that much easier to think about and really kind of break down all the things that you need to, to do, okay? So the first thing that I do when I'm looking at a webinar launch and I mean, I've done, I don't know how many webinars I've done over six and a half years. I've done a lot of webinar launches. And so I have this down in my, I, I have a template that I use. I use ClickUp as my project management tool. So I have this whole template already mapped out in ClickUp. Okay. And so the first thing I'm looking at as I begin to map out the launch is I'm very clear on what the offer is. Okay. So what is it that I'm going to offer from the webinar? And I'll also have a section for links and stuff like that. So the registration page, the thank you page and sales page and all that other stuff. Right. And I usually have those links in Airtable, but I link to it from within ClickUp and then I'll have my goals. And I generally do like a good, better and best goal. So I'll say, oh, my good goal is whatever X revenue. And so I'd like, you know what? I'll be happy with that, right? And then you have your better goal, which is above that good goal. And I'm like, cool, I'll be more happy if I hit that goal. And then you have your best goal. This is like your higher reach goal. And if you hit that goal, you're like doing backflips down the sidewalk, okay? So I'll just map out the goals. Just so I'm very clear on what we're shooting for. By the way, what the goals also allow you to do is work backwards as far as the numbers that you need to get into launch, right? So if you have a goal of $10,000 and your program is a thousand, well, you need to get 10 new students into the program to hit that goal. And then you can start doing, and we're not going to get into that here in this, this episode. I've done it in previous episodes, but then you can just start running the numbers. You're like, oh, okay. If my conversion rate on the webinar is X or my registration page conversion rate is X, you just start running the numbers and you can figure out how many people that you need to get registered, how much money it's going to cost you, because then you can start estimating cost per lead and all that fun stuff. Right? So those are the first two things, the offer and the links, and then the goals. The next thing in my planning is the runway, right? The lead up to your webinar, to the launch. All right. And again, I'm going to break each one of these things down. And then the, what I call the rep, the webinar registration system. So this is everything that goes into setting up the webinar, the registration page, the thank you page, connecting to your CRM, all that fun stuff. And then I look at the marketing promotion. So what types of assets do I have available to me to promote the webinar? So this might be ads, podcast here, social media, right? And then I actually break out the next thing, which is email promotion. So I'm going to be emailing my list. So that's the next thing. Then I have the webinar, 
right? So that's actually creating the webinar. Then I have the email follow-up series. By the way, the way, the, the way that this is actually ordered is not how I recommend that you prioritize this. What I'm telling you here is just, this is just a brain dump of all the things that are part of a launch. And how I prioritize this is going to kind of surprise you here in a, in a couple minutes. So you have the email follow-up. So after the webinar, you have an email follow-up sequence until cart close. You have an order form where people enter their credit card information and their name and info to buy from you. Maybe you have an upsell or something like that or a downsell or what have you. Sales page. Then you need a member onboarding sequence. So what is it like? What's the experience like after somebody enrolls in your program or coaching or what have you? Okay. Then you've got the actual offer, like your course or your coaching or whatever that you're actually delivering to them. And then you have the recap. So after the launch is over, looking at all that stuff. So I'm going to break down each one of these things, right? And where I prioritize this, because this is a long list. It can either paralyze you or it can motivate you. And I want it to motivate you because of all the lives that you can have an impact on with getting your offer out there. Because the paralysis that can come with, holy cow, there's so many moving parts to this. Been there. I know what that's like. But the paralysis isn't helping anyone. It's not helping the people that need your help right now. Okay? And so before I get to how I prioritize this, as I mentioned, with the goals, in addition to revenue goals... I like to create some goals around metrics that are most going to move the needle in the launch. And I like to pick three to four main metrics that I want to shoot for. Okay. Again, these are the metrics that I've identified that I feel are most going to move the needle in the launch. So for example, if I'm picking three to four main metrics, I might set a goal for my cost per lead for my ads. I might say, okay, my lead cost, my goal for my lead cost is $8. So I put that down. Then the next metric I want to have a goal for is going to be my landing page conversion rate. So what percentage of people, what is the percentage of conversion from people clicking on my ad, going to my landing page, so landing there and actually converting? I want at least 20% on that. So maybe I pick a conversion rate goal of, I don't know, 35% or whatever, 40%. So I'll put that down. And then I'll set a goal for the show up rate. What do I want the show up rate to be for my webinar? Average show up rate to a live webinar, somewhere between 20 and 30%. Of course, there's outliers there, higher and lower, but average is in there, right? So I might pick a show up rate of like, I want it to be 35%. So there's my goal. And then finally, I might have a goal of like webinar conversion rate. So what's the percentage of sales that I'm making on the actual webinar. These metrics are moving the needle, right? For revenue from my launch. So I can set some goals here and then I can look at, all right, if I want my show up rate to be 35%, what are some things that I might need to do in order to hit that? So I wanna make sure that my you know, reminder emails, for example, are dialed in. Maybe I have text message reminders or what have you, messenger reminder, whatever it is. So when you set those goals, right? You can figure out, all right, what are some things I need to do in order to make sure I'm hitting those goals or improving upon those goals? Because I know these stats, those goals have a direct impact on revenue. So once I've created those metric goals, then what I'd like to do is prioritize that whole list I just took you through 
through a lens of biggest impact, what are the things that are going to have the biggest impact on the launch? So you notice that theme here, I'm looking at what are the things to be focusing on that have the biggest direct impact on the success of the launch. Okay. Now, as far as the runway goes, so that's the first thing we're looking at. So I like to start eight to 10 weeks prior to a launch, building a list of people who are right for my offer and creating engagement with those people. And so what I like to do, and even longer if I can, right? So I've got an episode coming up here on the podcast, sharing my overview of my affiliate launch. I'm going to take you through what I did for my affiliate launch for Brandon Lucero's video for X effect program. And it was a blast. I mean, the program is amazing. I mean, you've heard Brandon on the show here several times. He's, he's awesome. And the affiliate launch was just a huge success. I'm going to take you through everything that I did. And just so you know, I started that runway three, yeah, a little over three months in advance, but in general, I like to start eight to 10 weeks prior, building an email list, creating engagement. All right. So I like to do a, a lead magnet and run ads to it. Facebook and Instagram ads to it. So we'll need to create the lead magnet. If it's something that I don't already have that I can reuse, right? So I got to have the lead magnet. I need an opt-in page and I need a thank you page that they land on after they opt in. And then we need to make sure they're connected to your email CRM. And then obviously you need Facebook ads, right? To drive people to those opt-ins. Now you might also be emailing your existing list to send them to that lead magnet as well, because again, you're creating a segmented list for the launch. Now you might also have like a Facebook group where you're building community of targeted customers. So you want a system for engaging in there. So those are the things that I prioritize for the runway. You need a lead magnet, or this is how I do it, right? You need a lead magnet. You need an opt-in page, you need a thank you page, and you need to make sure they're connected to your email CRM. You got to have that done first before you run ads, right? Obviously you can't run ads to an opt-in page that you haven't created yet. So that's how I prioritize the runway part. Okay. Now that those things are running, the runway is already going. That's when I turn to the rest of the launch and I look at it as what do I need to have? in order to make sales. I also look at what are the things that I need to be doing that only I need to be doing. And then what can someone else on my team do? And I'm going to be talking about if you don't have a team. All right. So the first thing that you need, so we've already, we've already taken care of the, the runway. That's already going. So the first thing you, that you need in this whole thing is you need people to register for the webinar, right? So you got to have people signing up for it. So, just like we just talked about with the lead magnet, you need a registration page and a thank you page, and you need to make sure they're connected to your email CRM. And if you're using a, a webinar platform, then you want to use, you want to make sure they're connected to, it's connected to the webinar platform as well. Okay. I want to make sure that I've got emails to my email list, inviting them to the webinar, but you need the web, the registration page and the thank you page and those connections made first. Now, along with this, hopefully you've got a name to the webinar, right? And what the promise of the webinar is for people signing up. Hopefully that's a given. And so once I get the registration page, once I have the thank you page, they're connected to the appropriate systems in the background, so your email CRM and your webinar platform, if you're doing that, 
then emails to my list, inviting them to the webinar and my, and Facebook ads. So Facebook and Instagram ads. So now I'm getting people to register for the webinar. Those are the first things to be worked on in my book. And this is what I've been doing it for six and a half years. And remember, you don't have to do this all yourself. If you have a team or if you have help, you can have somebody put together your landing pages, connect them to the backend systems. You can have somebody write your emails if you want. You can have an ads manager take care of your ads. That first step, you don't have to do anything yourself, except for maybe come up with the webinar title in the promise, right? The idea is to set the priority in which things are getting done yourself. Or if you've got a project manager, an integrator, what have you, you have them do it for you, okay? That's the ideal. So that's the first thing. Because I need that stuff in order for my launch to move forward. The launch, the idea is to be selling my, whatever the offer is, or you selling your offer. First things first, got to have a way to, for people to register. I, got, I need people into the launch. So that's the first thing we're focusing on. Next, I like to create the webinar slides. Because the webinar is what's actually going to sell your offer. This is where some people are like, really? You jump right to the webinar? Yes. Because again, I'm looking at the things. What are the things I need in order to make sales? I need people. I need a way to sell it, meaning the webinar. So that's when the next the step two is I like to create the webinar slides because that's what's going to sell the offer. Now, at least for the webinar content outline, that's something that you should absolutely be doing. Somebody else can put together the slides for you. You're then delivering the webinar. But... If it's all you, you don't have a team, what have you, then you're putting the whole webinar together. That's what I've always done myself. I like to put my own webinars together. But if you're really breaking it down, you're like, I want to do as least as possible, Rick. Awesome. You should be doing the webinar content outline and then somebody else can do everything else for you. Okay. So that's the second thing. That's like the third thing because I'm not really counting the runway. So yeah, it's the third thing. So the next thing is again, what are the things I need in order to make sales? And you're probably thinking like, oh, you need a sales page. This is where I do things a little bit different. I want to create an order form because that's what people will use to purchase. And you need that. You've got to have an order form. You have to have some way for, some, for people to give you money, right? And this is something that obviously can be outsourced. You can have somebody create the order form for you. Because if I needed to, I could send people directly from the webinar and in my emails directly to an order form. I don't need a sales page, but I need some way for people to give me money. I need an order form. So that's the next thing in my priority list. Now, the fifth thing that I like to prioritize is the webinar follow-up emails. Because again, they are super important in selling your offer. And again, this can be outsourced if you don't want to write emails, have a copywriter do it or somebody on your team who's, who's good at writing. But this is the webinar follow-up email series, you know, where you're delivering, if you do a replay, where you're sharing case studies and testimonials and objections and overcoming objections and all that stuff. So that's the next thing. And really, you could flip-flop this next one with that one, but I like to, I still like to do the follow-up emails first because they generally take longer because the next thing, number six, is the reminder emails to make sure people show up to the webinar. And these don't have to be long. These can be simple, you know, like, hey, hey, John, just want to make sure that, uh, you know, thanks so much for registering. Want to give you a heads up. We're 24 hours out. 
from the webinar. Again, here's the link. We kick off at 9 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow. Can't wait to see you there. Don't worry, I'll send some more, a few more reminders between now and then. See you there. Boom, done. So that's why I focus on the follow-up emails first before these because the follow-up emails are gonna take longer to do, okay? So then we got the reminder emails. Now, in step number seven, that's where I'll create the sales page. And again, a lot of people prioritize the sales page more than I think they should. And it stresses them out and holds them up because they're like, I don't know what it's supposed to look like. I don't know how to write copy. Now, what I'm not saying is that you should not have a sales page. I'm not saying that at all. But think about it. The webinar really acts as your sales pitch, if you will, if you do it right. And then if you needed to, you could simply send people directly to your order form if you had to. So you don't need a sales page. Now, do I recommend that you have one? Absolutely. So if you're gonna create one though, this is where I'd put it on your list of priorities, okay? Now, best case scenario is you have somebody creating the page for you. You've got a copywriter and then somebody building the page for you so that they can be working on all that while everything else is going, is going on and getting done, right? Then all you have to do is be reviewing copy and you know benchmarks of the page being built and so forth. Now, that's ideal. If you're doing it yourself, this is where I'd prioritize it. I would create it in Kajabi's pages, so pages is an area within Kajabi's, just use a template in there. And the pages is a newer feature in Kajabi. By the way, if you're not using Kajabi, it's really become a one-stop shop for everything you need to run an online business. And so I'll just give you my link here. You know, look, you can do emails in there now. You can create a whole website in there now. Landing pages for sure. Obviously you can do a course, that's your course platform. You can build funnels in there. I've been, I've been using it for years and I totally love it. It's really become a one-stop shop. So if you want to check it out using my link, you can get it free for a month. Uh, rickmulready.com forward slash Kajabi. Okay. And then again, yes, that is an affiliate link, but I love it. That just makes it so much easier. So if you have to create a sales page yourself, for example, or the landing pages and so forth, do it in Kajabi. They have templates in there. It makes it so much easier. Okay. All right. So step number eight, after we've got our sales page, Next, you want to make sure there's some sort of onboarding experience for people after they purchase from you. So some form of email sequence after somebody purchases. In the very least, you want that initial email done with instructions for what the next steps are, right? Like here's login information, you know, or uh, here's a link to my calendar, whatever it is that your, that your offer is, you got to make sure that's a really good experience. Those first, you know, say 24 to 48 hours after, so I would even say before that, the first 12 hours after they, after somebody purchased from you, it is really going to define their relationship with you. Did they make the right decision in purchasing or not? So you want to make sure that you have at least some form of onboarding experience set up. Okay. So, but this is where I put it in the priority list because in the very least you could just do one simple email with your login instructions and, you know, thank you so much for being here. Just make sure they have everything they need, link to a Facebook group, what have you, and you're good to go. Then you can build on it from there, okay? Now, that's how I prioritize the things that you need to get done for the launch. Once you've done the launch in step number nine, you definitely wanna do a post-launch review where you look at all your stats, what worked, what didn't work, and then what can be improved for next time. Okay. Now remember, 
at the very beginning of this, I talked to you about setting some goals around metrics that are most going to move the needle. And I shared three to four metrics that I shoot for cost per lead, landing page conversion rate, show up rate, webinar conversion rate. So I look at, okay, how did I do against those goals? Oh, my show up rate goal was 35%, but we hit 28%. Hmm. Okay. We didn't hit that goal. Maybe why, why do we think that happened? Or what can we do better next time to try to improve those stats? Maybe we can introduce, I don't know, text message marketing or text message reminders or what have you, right? So you get to look at the metrics that you set, the goals and where you fell against those metrics and decide what you're going to do next time. So your post-launch review is really where you're looking at how did everything work? Like what are your stats? What worked? What didn't work? And what can be improved next time? Okay. So that is how I look at and prioritize a live webinar launch. Let me recap that for you. Okay. So we've got the runway and I like to start eight to 10 weeks prior to the launch, building a list of people who are right for my offer and then creating engagement with those people. I like to do a lead magnet, run ads to it. So what does that mean? I need a landing page. I need a lead magnet. I need a thank you page. And I need to make sure that things are connected on the back end to my email CRM. And then I move on to my ads. Okay. Then once all that's going, then I get into my launch. So I need to get people, people into my launch is the most important thing. So in order to do that, I need to have a way for them to register. So I need a registration page, thank you page, connected to the CRM, et cetera. Emails to my list, if I have a list, inviting them to the webinar, and I'll get ads going to get people to register, right? And again, I'm assuming that you have a name of your webinar and the promise and all that stuff, okay? Then from there, number three, I create my webinar slides because that's what's going to sell your offer. Then after that, the order form, that's what people are going to use to purchase. If you don't have a sales page, it's not the end of the world. Now, again, just, to, well, I'll, I'll clarify that in a second. So order form, then the webinar follow-up emails, again, because those are super important in selling your offer. Then the reminder emails, reminding people to show up to the webinar. Now, by the way, I also, and I didn't talk about it here, but because they are important, but these things that we're talking about here are, I think are higher priority. I do like to have what I like to call like lead up emails. So once somebody registers and let's just say there's a, you know, a week between when they register and when the webinar is, I like to have some content based emails leading up to the webinar. So after they register between when they register and when the actual webinar is maybe a little bit about me introducing myself. If they don't know who I am, give them some, maybe give them some quick wins. You know, I want to position like, Hey, they need to show up to the webinar because holy cow, this content is awesome. And I now have trust in this person. So all that, I'll add that in there as well. Okay. So step number seven is the sales page. And again, I'm not saying, as I said earlier, I'm not saying you should not have a sales page. I'm not saying that at all, but most people, the sales page really stresses them out, writing it and creating it and all this other stuff, right? Now you don't need a sales page because you can always send people directly to an order form, which I've done many times. All right. But if you're going to create one, and I do recommend that you do, if you have time, this is where I put it in your list of priorities. And again, this is great if you have somebody to be able to do this for you. Okay. Number eight, an onboarding email sequence at the very least, at least that initial email. And then step number nine is once that launch is over, 
you definitely want to do your post-launch review where you're looking at what worked and what didn't, okay? So that, my friends, is how I look at and prioritize a live webinar launch. Notice that if you have a team, there are really very few things that you need to actually do. The rest can be outsourced. The rest, can your team can do it or what have you. Now, if you don't have any help and you're going to be doing everything yourself, then what I've just taken you through is I definitely, that's how I recommend prioritizing everything. Like I've shared with you today to make it a lot easier. Now, simplifying and strategizing launches is just one thing I help people do inside of my new monthly accelerator coaching mastermind program. This is for online experts. So meaning you're a course creator, you're a coach, you're an online educator. And if you would like to my help in taking your online business to the next level, then I want to invite you to apply for the accelerator. Okay. So if you're an online expert and you're generating revenue in your business right now, you've already achieved a certain level of success in your business, but now you're spinning your wheels to get to the next level. You're not really sure what to do. You're not really sure why you're stuck. Well, I'll tell you right now, you very likely do not need another course or to read more books. What you need is a cohesive growth strategy, right? Along with coaching, support, community, and accountability. And my new monthly accelerator program is now open. It's application only. So if you'd like to apply, go to rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator. Again, it's rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator. Cool. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening today. I hope it was helpful for you and get another great episode coming up for you here on the podcast. So until then, my friends, be well, and I'll talk to you soon. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.